What's up, Freedom Chasers? Are you tired of struggling to find enough real estate deals? Discover the secret to adding 10 to 31 deals a year with just one daily activity. You aren't going to want to miss this one, and we're going to jump into it right now. Welcome to the Freedom Chasers Six Figure Strategies Podcast. If you're an agent or an investor yet to hit six figures, this is the show for you. We take a deep dive into strategies to help you achieve the goal of six figures so that you can grow up to seven figures eventually. If you want to get rid of the many curves in the road that can make the journey longer and more costly, then go to coaching.freedomchaserspodcast.com and book a call with us and let's get you on a straight line path to freedom. All right, so I'm sitting here with Jeff Lurie, fellow first class franchisee with first class real estate barn door homes in Suffolk, Virginia. He has been in real estate for over a decade and he owns his own franchise and he has partners he has partnered in a few others. He also helps team leads and brokers open up franchises nationwide and coaches for 38 seconds coaching. Um, also extremely impressive, Jeff is a retired police lieutenant with over 15 years of experience. Thank you so much for joining me here today, Jeff. We'd love to jump right into it, man. What is that one daily activity that people should be doing every day? Yeah, Tim, thanks for having me. Uh, you know, it's, it's, really, it's really kind of simple. Uh, it's just contact people, right? Contact people, 10 contacts a day, 50 contacts a week, 2,600 contacts a year, and it's going to make you more business. You'll get 10 to 31 deals guaranteed at, at just that one task, 10 calls a day, 10 contacts. That's, it's, not, it's not one-way communication. It's two-way communication. That's the key. Of course. So of these 10 contacts, are you talking sphere of influence? Are you talking lead flow, or is this just in general? So... Tim, one thing that's gotten uh, it's gotten more routine over the years for me is when I leave the house in the morning, I take ten business cards and I put them in my pocket. And you, you tell yourself, I'm not coming home with it, with with business cards in my pocket, right? Those are your ten contacts. So it, it's it's not I sent an email to somebody and I didn't get a response back. It's not I sent a text to a lead in my drip campaign and they didn't respond back to me. It's not you know. Hey, mister at the grocery store, you look like you're interested in real estate. Here's my card. It's two-way communication. So a contact, I, I classify that as I, I talk to you, you talk back to me. I don't need to know your name. I don't need to get your phone number and your email address and find out your address and how much you make a year and if you're pre-qualified for a loan. I don't care about all that right now, right? I just want that contact because if I just hand you my card, but I don't talk to you, you throw that card in the in in the tray in your car, and you clean it out. You know, six months from now, when you're throwing stuff away, or you know, you you look good and you put it in your shirt pocket, or or you put it in your wallet, so you think that you know uh, you're, you're telling me that you actually care about my card, and then you throw it away when you get home, right? But if we engage in conversation, right? If we engage in that, hey, I'm Jeff, da 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 da, whatever. You know, I I was you know born and raised in Boston, a Red Sox fan, so. If I see a Red Sox, hey, you know, I'm, I'm happy to see somebody, Red Sox, Patriots, Celtics, Bruins, whatever, here in Virginia, right? If they have a Yankees hat on, hey, man, yeah, I, 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 I'm sorry that you have the wrong hat on today, but here's my card. You know, it's an icebreaker. So uh, it, it's, it's just actually building that conversation and actually making those contacts connect that it doesn't count if, if you don't connect. You know, you, you've got to leave an impact. Without question, we are certainly in the relationship business. So these 10 contacts a day, it sounds like you're kind of just going out in public and going to meet people. Is that correct? That's that's our job, right? In real estate, our job is to meet people, our job is to expand our circle of influence. 
our job is to take advantage of our already existing network. So those contacts, they can be somebody that's already in your network, right? They can be uh, a family friend. They could be, you know, somebody who you know from the gym, right? But it has to be specific about real estate. It can't just be, hey, man, how you doing? You know, how's your weekend? You know, good football game. You know, how's your kids' cheerleading practice? Whatever the case may be. Um, it has to be specific to real estate. So what happens is you, you take those contacts and you might meet somebody in the grocery store. Like I said, you might see them at Lowe's, you know, doing, get, grabbing home improvement stuff, right? Uh, you're, you're in the line at you know, Dunkin' Donuts, you know, American Rums and Dunkin', all that kind of stuff. It's, I'm, I'm from New England. Come on, right? So uh, if, if, you, if you think of a, a contact, right? If I, if I walk down the street and I say hello to somebody, they're not going to remember who I am. Right. If I if I bump into them in a store or standing in line, they're not going to remember who you are. But if you can find a reason to put your card in their hand and don't buy cheap cards, you know, don't don't buy like the little cardboard, you know, they they get wet and they get nasty and they stick together and they get crinkled edges. You know, I go to I go online. Um, you know, I'm not, I won't plug where I get my cards from because it's a big corporation, right? It's a Vista Print. Everybody gets stuff from Vista Print. But, uh, you know, go online, get yourself some, you know, thicker paper, premium paper, you know, the soft touch feel, uh, the rounded corners, spend a little bit extra money for that impression. It's like walking into a house, right? You walk into a house, the living room is the first room you walk into in this particular home, right? This using an example. You walk into a house, living room's all dingy, you know, carpets, you know, it's just, it's just worn, you know, the paint is very dull. It's not exciting. You walk around the corner, you're boom, I'm in this kitchen. That's gorgeous. Right. I, I got the, the quartz countertops, the undermount sink, the, you know, fancy tile, fancy light fixtures, beautiful cabinets, but I'm not going to get to the kitchen. If I stop at the living room and I say, man, this house is ugly, right? If you give them the cheap business card that you you said, hey, I need 500 business cards. I don't want to spend more than 20 bucks. It is what it is. You're going to get that $20 experience. But if you spend you know, 30, 40, $50 on business cards just to to give that extra first impression, right? Uh, you know, I, you, you mentioned my, my coaching company in the middle, 38 Seconds Coaching, right? My concept is if you don't make an impact in the first 38 seconds, you've lost that contact, right? So when I give you that card, I want your reaction to be like, oh, wow, this is a nice card, right? It feels nice, right? It feels nice. It makes you feel welcoming. And even if that, it's an icebreaker, right? It's something to talk about. And I love your advice about the thick cards in particular because I did the same thing and it was crazy. I was amazed at the response I got just paying extra for the cards because the, the clients would be like, oh, my God, this is like a serious card, man. I love this. And like you said, it's an icebreaker, but it also it, it gives an aura of professionalism that everybody else doesn't have because they're paying 20 bucks for 500 cards, as you stated. Well, it shows that you, you just have a higher standard for your own presentation. Right. If you don't hold yourself to a higher standard, the client certainly isn't going to hold you to that standard. Right. You have to you have to compete with hundreds of thousands of real estate agents across this country, hundreds of thousands of business owners across this country. Like, you know, whether it's a coffee shop or it's, you know, a home improvement guy or it's an accountant or it's, a you know, whoever, whatever profession they are, if they give you the cheap dingy card that has been in their pocket and it's all wrinkly and they have to unfold it you know, versus giving you the card that like, it makes you feel like this person spent some time designing this card. And, and it's a simple concept. It really is. You know, we're talking about this daily task, 10 contacts a day, 50 contacts a week, 2,600 contacts a year. That's giving yourself two days off during the week. 
right? You can, you can step it up and do it seven days a week if you want, but everybody needs a break, right? So I got to dive into this concept of making an impression in 38 seconds, because when you were talking about meeting people, I was like, how do you make it memorable? And obviously you're coaching specifically, you have 38 seconds to make an impression. So what kind of strategies are you using to make an impression in such a short time frame? So I, I dig back to kind of my law enforcement roots and uh, I was a, I was the negotiations and hostage team commander uh, when I was a lieutenant and uh, you know, I was on SWAT and I did all that kind of stuff. So you look at the command presence and you look at, you know, body language and finding common ground. And when you, when you meet somebody, right, you, you don't want to just meet them and be totally opposite, you know, non-compatible strangers. You have to find some kind of common ground. Well, our common ground in this industry is, I buy and sell real estate, you need to buy and sell real estate, right? Boom, we got a common ground. So how, how do we get there? Because you're not just going to walk up to somebody in the store, tap them on the shoulder. Hey, man, I'm Jeff. I sell real estate. Here's my card. When do you want to buy? Like, that's not how it works. So if, if, I'm, if I'm walking through the store and like, I don't have, you know, I just have a regular you know, polo shirt on right now. I don't have any Red Sox gear or anything like that. But I see somebody with a Yankees hat on. Or I see, you know, or or I see somebody with, you know, a Buccaneers jersey on or something. I'm going to say, hey, you know, glad we gave you our quarterback. How's the season going? Right. Just it, I don't care what their answer is. They might not even know football. They might have got the shirt from a friend and they don't care what they're wearing. But but they're like, huh, what, what do you mean? Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm from I'm from Mass. So, you know, Brady was our guy. I mean, how, how's he how's he doing helping you guys win? Like, you know, what I mean, but just. Something, right? Some kind of common ground. You know, if it, let's say that they're walking through the store with their kid, and you know, I got a five-year-old, and their kid looks like they're like five years old, and they got a PJ Masks shirt on, or Paw Patrol, or whatever you know the flavor of the week is, as far as Nick Jr. goes, and you're like, hey, you know, that's cool, cool shirt, dude. My kid likes PJ Masks too, and uh, talk to you know, just make small talk with the with the parent. Hey, you know, I'm not, I'm not, obviously not going to stand there and talk to the five-year-old, but it's just a, it's a, it's a quick feel, right? If you walk by and you're like, Hey, cool shirt, right? The parents will give the kid a high five. Hey, yeah, he liked your shirt. That was cool because the kid feels good. Right. But that could be it that you just keep walking. Right. But if the parent engages you, yeah, you know, he really likes PJ mass. Oh, that's cool. My son likes PJ mass too. You guys from around here, here's my card. If you ever need anything, let me know. Right. So it's that one extra step. So you're not just diving into strangers and saying, you know, Hey, buy a house, sell, sell some property. You know, you're, you're, you look at what, how they present themselves and you're targeting your audience, right? Just like we target people on Facebook and Instagram and everything else. You know, we have target audiences that we can cater to. Well, if you're, if you're in a specific area, and you target the audience in that area because there's homes in that area that you want to sell. Maybe you've been farming that neighborhood or, you know, you've been put out a, you put out a new billboard or whatever the case may be. It's these, these multiple levels of communication. If I have a billboard in XYZ area and I happen to be at the grocery store in XYZ area, um, you know, joke with them. If, if you see somebody that you, you, you hear them in common conversation, they're talking to somebody about a house, right? You don't want to over, you don't want to um, eavesdrop or like butt in or anything, but joke with them. Hey, you know, like if you, if you, you're going through Kroger grocery store, right? They have a, the little advertisement on the cart that, you know, you get real estate agents and lenders and everybody else that put their advertisement on those carts, right? If they're pushing the cart and you happen to hear them talking about real estate, you, you throw, throw a joke out there. Hey, you know, 
I, I don't mean to interrupt. I heard you talking about real estate and I know that there's an agent there on your, on your cart. Um, but, but you know, I'm, I'm right here. Right. So here's my card. If you ever need something, let me know. Right. And, and just, you, you have to be fearless. You have to be, it, it has to be okay for somebody to say no, or, you know, I don't want to talk right now or yeah, I don't have time for this, or I already bought a house or even the text message drip campaigns, reply, stop to get a stop. Well, guess what? The majority of the people reply, stop. So how are you going to get around that? Right? You just have to, it's persistence. You have to, you have to be consistent in the, in, in the contacts, but 10 contacts a day, 50 contacts a week, 2,600 contacts a year. You hear me say it all the time because it, it, it will get you between 10 and 31 deals guaranteed every year. I'll tell you why, how in a little bit. I would love to dive into this process a little bit deeper. I know you're super relationship driven. So I'm assuming when you're speaking with somebody, you're leaning into questions a lot. So like, what kind of questions are you asking people in order to build that relationship in such a short time frame? I mean, the idea, Tim, is you have to let the other people lead the conversation, right? So we, we're, we're, on a, we're on a podcast right now. So obviously the point of being here is we're going to talk, right? But when you meet a client, make it about the client. Don't make it about you and your accolades. You know, you did your circle of excellence plaque. You got your love me wall at home. Like it's, they can come into your office and they can see all your certificates and plaques and trophies and everything else, but that's not going to sell their house. Right. So, so make it about them. Once you, once you make the contact, once you make the connection you, and you, you've gotten to the point where they're talking and you, you have them engaged, let them lead the conversation because you're empowering them to feel important. You're, you're, you're at a point where you're, uh, you're letting them guide it. And if they get off track, um, just, I'm sure it's just like your interviews. All you do is just redirect them with another question, bring them back on track. They start talking about their vacation to, you know, Hawaii and you know, not, not to be disrespectful. I don't care about the vacation to Hawaii. I care about the house that you want to sell so you can move to Hawaii. And then when you decide to sell the house, cause you want to move to Hawaii so bad, I'll set you up with a referral agent there and I'll get 30% on the return on that side too. So it, it's just, it, it's, it's relationship building, but it's, inquisitive questions, but allowing them to lead the answers to those questions. I love how you mentioned that nobody cares about how great you are, because that's something I, I'm so firmly in, in agreement with you with. I never talk about myself. I talk about the client only. I only ask questions. And then once I know what they want, what their goals are, how they want to accomplish their goals, I simply tell them how I'm going to help them achieve it. And, and guess what? Like, that's all people want. They don't care who's the greatest. They want the person that could help them accomplish their goals the fastest, basically. So you just have to be able to communicate that to them. And you know what, Tim, you, you hit the nail on the head because when you make them feel good, they're going to come back. Why are they going to come back? Because they want to feel good again, right? If you sit there and talk at somebody, then the next time they see you, they're like, oh, here's this guy again. I need 15 minutes before I can get to my next destination because he's going to talk my ear off, you know, make it, make it be about them. Hey man, how you doing? How's your kids? You know, didn't you have a soccer game last month? Like how, how'd that go? I haven't seen you in a while. Boom. Let them talk about their kid. Stand there for 10 minutes and let them talk about how great the game was, right? You might hate soccer, but it's not about you. It's about them. You know, listen to what they have to say and make a mental note of it. Because if they say that their kid plays soccer, then you should go back to your vehicle after the conversation. And if you got, if you're, you know, efficient enough to capture their contact information, put in your phone in that contact, kid plays soccer, right? Kid plays soccer, nothing else. 
because next time you talk to them, you're going to mention, hey, yeah, how you doing? Da, da, da. I haven't seen you in a while. Hey, when's is the soccer season still going on? You guys in tournaments or what? They're going to be like, wow, this person actually listens to me. Yeah, because uh, I listened enough to write it down, right? So I don't forget. That I mean, that's that's the name of the game. Yeah, and it shows you that it shows them that you care too, and that's just a layer of separation because most people aren't going to be doing that at all. Well, here's something else. Yeah, you, know, you want to talk about follow up, contact follow up, right? Again, I say it over and over again. Uh, ten calls a day, or ten contacts a day, fifty contacts a week, twenty six hundred contacts a year, and. If if I have, let's say, I decide that my company is going to sponsor a banner at the soccer fields next summer, right? What am I going to do? I'm going to go into my phone and I'm going to find every client who has a kid that plays soccer and I'm going to call them and say, hey, do you play at such and such field? Um, no, we don't. We play over here. Oh, okay, cool. Well, I was I was just calling because I actually just sponsored a banner and it's, it's going to be a big sign up at the field. And I, I remembered your, your son plays soccer, so or your daughter plays soccer. So I wanted to just kind of follow up with you and see if maybe you've seen the sign yet. I wanted to see what you think about it, right? It's a reason to re-engage them. It doesn't matter if they're gonna buy a house or sell a house right now, because you know what's gonna happen when they go to that field, when they're traveling in their game, they're gonna look for the sign and then they're gonna strike up a conversation with somebody that you've never met before. And they're gonna tell them about you calling them about the sign. And guess what? Your phone number is on the sign. You might get another deal out of it. It's, it's all about contacts. And it's all about the relationship too. Because as you mentioned, if you get other people talking about you, it's kind of game over. Because I mean, in real estate, essentially all you need to accomplish is getting people to know, like, and trust you. And what you're talking about right now is an extremely effective way to do that. Let's dig in deep to the contacts. So how does 10 contacts a day, 50 contacts a week, 2,600 contacts a year, how is that going to make you six figures? Do you, do you want me to tell you? Is it, is it time for me to tell you? Yeah, it's time, man. That's what you're here for, bro. All right. So um, for those investors who are familiar with The Motley Fool, The Motley Fool put out a, uh, a, a report probably in mid-March of this year that said that the median sales price in the United States, remember median's the middle. So yeah, there's some million-dollar homes. There's some $50,000 homes. But the median sales price in the United States was $329,000. Okay? So what we're going to do for a moment is we're going to assume you know, everybody's got all different kind of brokerage models. They get the 100% commissions. They get the 50, 50, 70, 30, 80, 20 with a cap, whatever it is, right? But we're just going to, for this scenario, we're going to assume that you're at a 70, 30 split, right? We're going to assume that the commission, the gross commission income is 3%, just for, for numbers, right? So at a, a $329,000 house at 3% commission, your gross commission income is just over $9,000. If you're on a 70, 30 split, your, your commission income that you take from that $329,000 house at 3%, your 70-30 income is going to be $6,900 roughly, okay? 10 deals a year is $69,000, right? So we'll call it 70. But that means 30 deals a year, Tim, is $210,000. So if I tell you that 10 contacts a day, 50 contacts a week, 2,600 uh, contacts a year, is going to make you between seventy and $210,000, would you change your daily routine, right? For 10 contacts a day. Now, where did I come, where did I come up with these numbers, right? And, pe and people ask me, well, how do, you, how do you come up with these numbers? How do you tell me that 10 contacts a day, 2,600 contacts a year, how are you telling me that 
that, that that's going to be the number. Like, how do we get to that number? So if you ask any real estate agent, any broker, any associate broker, team leader, whoever, um, what's the average conversion rate on leads in, in the United States? People will throw out that like two or 3%, right? It's not two or 3%. It might've been two or 3% five, six, seven years ago. It's not two or 3%. The National Association of Realtors released a study earlier this year that says that it's between 0.4 and 1.2%. That's not even half of three, right? So 0.4 to 1.2% conversion rate. That means that for every 100 people you contact, you're supposed to get either a little less than half or a little more than one deal out of those 100 people. So if you're just logging into Facebook and saying you're a realtor or a real estate agent and hoping that your friends and family are going to close you 10 to 31 deals a year, it's not going to happen, right? So 10 contacts a day, 50 contacts a week, 2,600 contacts a year. Take that 2,600, okay, and multiply that 2,600 by 0.4. Okay. You're going to get, you're going to get your, your 10 deals for the year, right? If you, if you go uh, 1.2, you're going to get your 31 deals for the year. Right. So out of your conversion rate, that 0.4 to that 1.2, you're going to get between 10 and 31 deals per year. That's according to the number that's statistics, right? If, if you are so great that you can get to that two or 3%, I'll shoot, I'll, I'll applaud you all day long because two or 3% is phenomenal. If you can get a two or 3% closure rate, that means for every hundred people you talk to, you have two or three deals that are closing. That's excellent. But if you take even the low end average of what the National Association of Realtors is saying at 0.4%, you have 10 contacts a day, 50 contacts a year, uh, 10, 10 contacts a day, 50 contacts a week, 2,600 contacts a year. 0.4 is going to give you 10 deals closed. If your average is $329 per house at 3% in the 70-30 split, you're going to make $70,000 right? That's just for 10 deals. So that's the low end. Give yourself some credit on the high end. We're talking $210,000. So you, you know, you, you, you bring, you bring me on this podcast to ask me, well, how do you, how do you help somebody with one daily task? How do you help them achieve six figures? Right. And we're talking about adding six figures to your already existing income, because if you're not doing this already, continue doing what you're doing but you're going to add six figures to your income by just simply calling or contacting or, you know, making some kind of relationship with 10 people a day and give yourself two days off a week. You'll make a hundred thousand dollars easy. Yeah. And the beauty of this is if you're brand new, you might be on the lower end of that spectrum. You might be at the 0.4%, but as you improve your skill set, you could scale upwards to the 1.2. So, I mean, it's really just a matter of scaling your real estate career. Even if you suck, if you talk to 10 people a day, like you said, you'll probably get 10 deals a year and that's your first year. But as you continue to do it over time, you're going to convert more and more leads into sales. How many people do you think you're going to close if you don't talk to anybody all day? Nobody. It's hard to sell houses if you're not talking to people. <laughs> right. Let's say you spend an hour. You got some errands to run, right? You go to the UPS store. You stop at Lowe's. You go to Starbucks. You know, you, how many people do you pass in the, in this time, right? What about the person at the drive-through window? You know, it's funny because um, I, I actually, I actually when when I'm going through like 
you know, a Starbucks or a Dunkin' Donuts or wherever, wherever I'm getting coffee that day. You know, I like the local coffee shop. Some of them don't have drive throughs but you know how it is. Um, if you, uh, if you, if you go through the drive through and you hear the person on the, on the intercom and they say, you know, Hey, what can I help you with? Blah, blah, blah. blah. You can tell if they're having kind of a busy day and they're just trying to get through. Yeah. Here's the coffee I want. Cool. See you at the window. Right. But then there's the people that say, and what else can I get you with that? And you're like, huh, there's some snacks over here. Um, uh, can I get a breakfast sandwich or a donut or something? Da, 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 whatever I want. And they're like, okay, 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 cool. What else can I get you? And you're like, huh, maybe I should get something for the kids. Uh, you know, and by the time you get to the window, you spent 30 bucks. And you know what I do? I give them my card. <laughs> I give them my card. I say, hey, um, I, don't, I don't know what your current situation is, if this is your full-time thing or part-time or if you're in school or whatever the case may be. But if you've ever thought about adding six figures to your salary and you want to be a real estate agent, I own a, co- I own, I own a company. Here's my card. Give me a call. You know, I've actually gotten phone calls. I've actually sat down with agents and had interviews with them, you know, because it's about going out and finding contacts. For me, I'm in a different position in my career at this point. My, My clients are agents, right? I'm looking for agents to come to my company. I'm looking for agents to come to my company that get free coaching while they're at my company because everybody else has to pay for it, right? If you're, if you're in the company, you get to, you get to, you know, reap the benefits, but when I, when I sit down and I talk to somebody and I go through the goals, I say, well, I'm not going to set goals for you. That's not, that's not my role as a coach. I'm not going to set your goals because if I set your goals, they're instructions, Tim, they're not goals, right? You set your goals and I'll help you, I'll help you develop tasks to get there. And then I'll hold you accountable for making sure that you reach your goals. Because if I set them, you have no desire, like there's no drive for you to have to reach them because they're just instructions, right? But you don't want to, you don't want to let yourself fail. So if you establish your goals, you know, with assistance and, you know, I help you get there, then it's a totally different mindset. So I ask when I do, I do a weekly coaching call with my team and I tell them, Hey, you know, let's go around the room and tell me how many contacts you guys have for the week. And some will be like, I only have 48. What do you mean you only have 48? I mean, I, I know I'm supposed to get 50, but, you know, okay. What are you going to do next week to make up for it? Because you got to do 2,600 a year. So if you want your 10 to 31 closings, you got to do 2,600 for the year. So what, what are we going to do? And then somebody else is like, yeah, I did, I did 52, you know, <laughs> and, and, and it's funny. You know, but you want to, you, you just got to hold people accountable. You know, you, you got to hold each other accountable. And that's why those team meetings uh, they, they work out really well because you, you know, nobody wants to be the person in the room who, who did the least. Right. Uh, and it, it makes a friendly competition pretty cool. You know, it's, it's a really cool environment. Absolutely, man. There's quite a few things I'd like to just throw out there. Um, you mentioned like when you go to the drive through and it's like, Oh, what else do you want? That's actually like a marketing strategy that McDonald's uses in particular. You know, the free coffee Mondays thing. I don't think there's that many companies in the world that spend more on advertising as McDonald's does. And they used to have conferences and they're just like, you know, we make more money giving free coffee away than we do on advertising. Like hands down, because somebody goes in for a coffee, guess what? They're probably going to buy something. It's the law of reciprocation in action. And um, just an awesome point that you made there. Um, and you also got into you're not going to set people's goals for them, which I think is so e- extremely important because if there's no why, there's no direction. They're not going to get to the direct or to the destination rather that they want to 
if they don't know what their why is, they need to have their reason to do it. And everybody's reason is going to be totally different. So they need to do it. It's an internal process, not an external process. Um, Jeff, man, I'm, I'm loving this. Why would you give away all of your secrets? It's, it's funny, Tim, you talk about what you just referred to with, uh, with McDonald's. It's, it's called suggestive selling. You know, it's, it's adding, um, adding on to an existing profit line. You know, the coffee shop that sells a coffee for, you know, $6 and their margins $2 and it costs them $4 to make it, right? And, and you think of, well, how can, we, how can we drive more profit? Well, you can drive more profit in two ways. You can actually three ways. You can either one reduce the costs uh, that it that it takes to make that coffee, right, and still charge the same six dollars. Two, you can maintain that four dollar cost to make the coffee and charge seven dollars, right? But then you're going to get some people that don't buy it because it costs more money now. Uh, or or three, you just leave it how it is because it's good coffee and the price is right, and you teach your staff to suggestively sell that coffee, right? So instead of um, somebody getting a drip coffee. Hey, would you like to try our whatchamacallit latte today? Right. Uh, and, and they're like, Oh, well, what, what kind of, what kind of coffee is that? Right. Oh, what are you in the mood for? Are you in the mood for a caramel? Are you in the mood for a hazelnut, a gingerbread? Like what's your, what's your flavor? Right. So when you, when you think of suggestive sales, um, you know, that's one of the things that, that drives the industry. Yeah, you can't suggestively sell a house, of course. You know, you're not going to be like, hey, you want another house with that? So I suppose you can if you're talking to an investor, but yeah. <laughs> that, that, yeah, yeah. But, but, it's, but it's a concept, right? Right. So, so, uh, so and, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to answer your initial question um, about the why. Like the why do I share this? And, and just to kind of remind myself, I want to add something at the end of that. And, and, and I want to add the, um, the referral side of things, right? So, so if I forget about it, make sure you remind me the referral side of things. So the why. Sam, I, I've been in real estate for, you know, over 10 years. And, uh, you know, I've seen it time and time again. I've had, I've had people that I've coached and mentored. And I've had agents from other companies who are on the other side of a deal who asked me like, Hey, how did you get that done? Or what could I have done better in this situation? And I, I'll tell you the same thing that every other, you know, top coach probably says is I will give away all my secrets because of the, you know, tens of thousands of people that'll hear it. How many of those people actually have the drive one to do it? And the, the, either team or accountability coach or something to make sure that it gets done. Right. So I can tell you 10 contacts a day and I describe how those contacts are. Right. I said, it's two way communication. We're not sending a text through a drip campaign. We're not calling and leaving a voicemail and hoping somebody calls back. We're not sending an email because we have no idea nowadays if it goes to their spam folder or not. Right. You get an email back like four weeks later that says, Hey, you know, I appreciate the email that you sent me. Uh, but it went to my spam folder and I already listed my $600,000 house with another agent. Sorry. Like, how does that make you feel? You're like, oh, crap. Well, I could have called them, right? I could have I gone and knocked on their door and said hello, right? I could have looked at their LinkedIn and found that they're a, you know, XYZ sports fan or they're a musician or we have some kind of common ground and then shoot them a message and say, hey, 
I'm the real estate agent that you should be using. And this is why, right? Find some kind of common connection. But the, the reality is, Tim, I could tell 100,000 people in an arena that this is how you make another $100,000 a year. And I would say that probably 10% or less will actually do it. You know, so the question to the viewers and the listeners at this point is, are you going to make 10 contacts a day, 50 contacts a week and 2,600 contacts a year to add $100,000 or more to your income? You can only answer that question. You know, I, there's nobody that can hold you accountable except for yourself, unless you're on a team that has a specific accountability method. So that's, the, that's it. You know, I mean, it's that simple, Tim. There's so many people that say, oh, well, you know, Jeff, why are you giving away your secrets? You know, you charge people for coaching, right? So why are you just telling people? Because when, when I charge somebody for coaching, when I have somebody sign up who's outside of my agency for coaching, what ultimately happens is they, they show me that they have a drive. They have a drive and they want to be successful. And that's why they come, right? And then others say, you know what? I don't want to pay for it. I'd really like to get it for free. And I'm like, well, nothing in life's free, but come join me, you know, come, come join, join my agency, uh, join one of my franchises and you get coaching, you know, my franchisees, the people who I've helped open, uh, brokerages across the country, you know, they can come to me anytime they want. Hey, Jeff, I got a question about this. Sure. Let's schedule a zoom. We'll sit down and talk about it for an hour or let's go grab a cup of coffee when you're, when you're in town, whatever the case may be. You know, that's, that's a, it's an opportunity that they have, but giving people all of this stuff and saying, Hey, here's the silver platter, you know, write your own check. If you want to make 20 contacts a day, then, you know, 20 contacts a day, a hundred contacts a week, what 5,200 contacts a year, you know, do it because you're going to, it's, it's a force multiplier, you know, but you have to be consistent. You can't do 10 today and none the rest of the week because it's not going to work. Absolutely. I'm going to dial back to the LinkedIn comments you made because you're talking about essentially giving somebody a compliment on something that they've done. And this strategy is amazing because people love being complimented. It's a great way to start anything off. This is how we got a bunch of bigger pockets guests. This is how I was able to interview David Green's partner just a week or two ago. Simply reached out to him, gave him a compliment. I listened to your show. You did awesome at this. We'd love to have you on our show. It's really that simple. If you do that consistently, you're going to get in touch with a lot of people. And you also touched on free versus paid coaching. People that pay, pay attention. I mean, it's really that simple. People that aren't paying, they have no incentive to pay attention, really. Like a lot of them are just consuming. They're not really taking any action. So um, generally, people that pay are going to take more actions. Um, Jeff, I wish I had way more time with you because I feel like I could talk with you for another hour. <laughs> um, so we'll bring you on again on the other show that's a little bit longer format. This is the Freedom Chasers podcast. Jeff, what does freedom mean to you? Oh, man. You know, this is America. You know, you can do, you can do anything that you want. Um, you, can, you can literally start with, you know, $100 and turn it into a million. You know, uh, I, I had a... I had a buddy challenge me and, and we talked about you know, doing flips. I actually, before I, before I came on with you this morning, I was at a house, you know, overseeing some demo, but you know, this is a country that if, if you want to do it and you have the drive to do it and you find the appropriate resources to help guide you in that direction with resources, I'm not talking about money because, because you know, I came from nothing. 
you know, I remember working for $4 and 25 cents an hour as a dishwasher for my first job when I was 14 years old. Right. Uh, I mean, I was making what less than 50 bucks a week working 40 hours. You know what I mean? Uh, you can do literally anything as long as you have a drive to accomplish it. And that's freedom. That's a fantastic answer, man. Uh, what are your goals for 2023, man? We just hit new years. What are you guys looking to accomplish over the next 12 months? Oh gosh, that's, that's, uh, I mean, I could give you the, the, the freedom list. Um, you know, I want to, I want to buy an Island in the tropics. No, I'm just kidding. Um, you know, really, I just want to, I want to give, I want to give agents an opportunity to, to grow at my firm. I mean, I, uh, I, I want to grow my coaching company. Uh, I want to, you know, get on more of your shows because I, I like talking to you. You know, we got to hang out a little bit more. We got to talk about, I'll, I'll save the referral topic for next time. How about that? Um, but you know, I, I want to, I, I want to keep expanding, keep growing just like any other business person. I, I want to bring on more agents. I want to do more, uh, talks and presentations. I want to flip more houses. I want to give more people the opportunity to have financial freedom that they never thought that they'd have. Because I mean, I can tell you that, uh, you know, you could take a, I, I was a cop, you know what I mean? Cops don't get nearly as much as they should get paid. Um, and you know, I, I got to a point, Sam, where I was making double my salary working part-time as a real estate agent than I was as a police lieutenant. And, and I mean, it's an, it's a very honorable profession. You know, I, my heart goes out to every uh, police officer and firefighter and their families across this nation. Uh, and, you know, I, I, obviously I, I fully support you and, and, and all you do. Um, but the, the financial freedom is just, it's, it's amazing. So I, I just want to give more people the opportunity. And anybody looking for that opportunity, Jeff, what would be the best way for them to get in touch with you if they wanted to? Um, so they could, they could always uh, connect with me on LinkedIn. Of course. Um, I have a, a business Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash barn door homes. Um, but my coaching platform is 38 seconds coaching.com. It's three, eight secondscoaching.com. All right. There you guys have it. Go check it out. 38secondscoaching.com. Jeff Lurie, man, this has been absolutely tremendous. Thank you so much for coming on the show, giving us a glimpse into your life and into your business. Anytime, brother. And to those of you out there chasing freedom, please give us a like, comment, share, and subscribe. Engagement is like gold to us. We can't do what we're doing without it. Reviews and subscriptions on Apple, Spotify, and YouTube in particular are pretty much worth more than money to me right now. So please do what you can to support the show. And remember, freedom is acquired one action at a time. Simply get 10 contacts a day, 50 per week, 2,600 per year, and you will sell at least 10 houses a year according to the numbers. So go out there and go do it. And tell somebody you know that can hold you accountable. Find a coach like Jeff that will hold you accountable. And before you know it, you too will be living a life of freedom. So thank you for tuning in and we'll catch you on the next one.